Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled, so if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight... Turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen. Thank you so much for downloading, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we're talking about Avengers Endgame, 10 years in the making. I am Jordan, and I'm joined joined here, like always, with Eric and Ed. And Eric, I don't know about you, but I want to get really fat, drink a lot of beer, and play Fortnite. How about you? Hulk dab, y'all. That's my favorite part. I am replacing the tacos. Hulk stole this movie. Uh, and, and only because of the uh, of all the food that he was eating, dude. Did you see the bowl of eggs, Ed, that he was munching down? Yeah, I mean this. I mean, I felt slightly beheaded after this. So there you go. You know, we're just gonna snap right to it, I guess. Got two of them. That Fuck was a good me. one. That was actually that a was... better one. Yeah. I I, uh, uh, I tried. I tried. I hope that through all of our uh, our movie guys archives of all our marvel movies that i there has to be one at least two i know there's got to be uh where I, I feel like i was calling it i was calling it for the for the quantum realm and the pimp particles you did that's the whole reason we had ant-man in the first place yeah no, it was just like just to introduce that shit but a lot of disappointment comes from this movie just because of the shit that they left out and i'm sure we'll go over mm-hmm. that mm-hmm we will, and we also want to tell the fans right off the bat, first of all, we hope you like our brand new opening for 2019, and we warned you all, there's two warnings in that, that this episode is for a mature audience, so if you have children around, uh, you know, this is not the episode for them, and also, this review is spoiler-filled, so after this announcement, if you have not seen the movie, which I can't believe you haven't because it's made $1.4 billion opening weekend... Then turn off the show and come back to us after the review, after you've seen the movie. So let's get into the spoiler-filled. Hey, this- hey, real quick, though, uh, just, just out of courtesy so that we can all agree on something. Just a conversation, because I'm, I'm assuming anyone clicking this episode has already seen Endgame. Because, of course, if you haven't, they probably are remaining spoiler-free or attempting to, yada, yada, yada. So you're, you're doing this. To, to listen to maybe an opinion and maybe some some things that we caught that you didn't. The when it comes to spoilers, how long do you guys think from initial release do you give before you're able to kind of uh, assume or or get back into it? Are you do is it a, ooh, ooh. a I'll, t- I'll take this one. <laughs> so um, realistically, in all honesty, I give it through the weekend. Unless somebody specifically says to me, hey, I haven't seen it. I'm waiting for X reason. My brother is away in Omaha on a business trip. Don't talk to me about it. Other than that, other than that, uh, a movie comes out on Thursday. I give you through Sunday. Come Monday, we're talking about it. What? Like whatever happened to the week rule? One week rule, right? Depends on the movie. Like this movie was almost too big not to talk about. 
Um, and then come December, once we get to Star Wars, something like that is going to be almost too big not to talk about. So um, anything in between that we're going to talk about, anything in between this summer, I don't think is is necessarily that big of a deal to where we need to give it more than a weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, the week rule used to be a thing. Now everybody goes and sees them within several days, so it's, it's not necessarily that big of a deal. Yeah, I'll agree with that on that one. I mean, just short and sweet. Yeah, I never really thought of it like that. But yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Well, this did have a, a monster premiere. And uh, here's a fun fact that, well, maybe, Jordan, if I don't know if, if you have the facts on this to back it up. But um, obviously, largest opening weekend for movie ever. I mean, that's that's a new one. And they said that I think it almost doubled the previous um, record holder. Which do you know the previous record holder for opening weekend? Opening weekend. Oh, opening weekend. Uh, you know, I do not know, but I'm I, I'm going to tell you that my gut is telling me that it's Deathly Hollows Part Two. Last last five years, if that helps. Uh, according to Entourage, it's Aquaman. Okay, that makes sense. Just saying, Entourage. Well, with your boy Vinny Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Okay. Well, I think Vinny we lost. Fucking chase. Done. Done. Argument right there. Uh, I. 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 <laughs> excuse me. I believe it's Force Awakens. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It makes did one point two billion dollars opening weekend, which yeah, is was unfathomable ten years ago. Yeah. I mean, being the cinema history snob that I am, this thing has broken every single fucking record that you can even think of it has outdone gone with the wind casablanca wizard of oz titanic uh it has just mounted all of them and um i guess i'm going to show a little bit of a teaser trailer for me i don't get it well you you might fucking better because with this money uh means that they're bound to do another which Infinity Saga is over with. You guys showed me that picture of the, the Blu-ray set of the Infinity Saga, I think, right? Uh, all, all films regarding two are going to be sold as one just in time for Christmas. But sure. if this saga is making this much bank, you best believe that they're in there thinking about what is the next saga they have to do. Excuse me, Mr. Downey Jr., how is $100 million for another movie? He made more than that in these two movies combined. Uh, I was doing some research on The Hollywood Reporter, and these two movies combined were budgeted over a billion dollars, and Robert Downey Jr. made half of that. Wow. He took. Um, he didn't take salary, right? He took percentage? He took half of yeah. a billion. That was his contract, I think, when, mm-hmm. when he's on, he didn't do. He's hmm. really fucking smart. <laughs> It's amazing how the world works. It's amazing because, like, 20 years ago, that guy couldn't even get a fucking job. Now look at him. I'm just again. I'm. I tell people from the start too. I'm just happy and surprised that they made Iron Man to be the main guy in this one. Do you realize again in Avengers, he's he's not the main guy. He is like, I don't want to say the Robin, but they say it. They may have treat him like uh, you know. Like, hey, uh, you know, Thor, Captain, we're all going to go do this badass shit. Um, Iron Man and uh, 
Hawkeye, yeah, you guys man. can do. Yeah. You guys can go fucking do the. You know, we gotta go fuck with Doctor Doom. We gotta be right back. We're doing with the real shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and deal with that little thing on the side there. You know, maybe bring. Uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe bring fucking uh, what, what's it? Hawk Girl or no, no. Uh, who's the Who's the the gimmicky chick? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Lesser characters. Wonder Twins. Yeah. Fucking. I'm. These are all DC characters. Yes. So maybe, maybe it's the internet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually just retract myself right there. It's a hundred percent the internet. Is is mainly why. I have no feelings towards this movie. And what I mean by that is if this movie would have came out, this movie would have came out mid-late 90s, let's say, maybe early 2000s, before the internet is the way it is, we would all be freaking out right now. We would all be just absolutely batshit crazy because we, but this is no way. This is, There's no more Marvel movies. They're done, right? They're done. But no, we know that fate. Ace Force coming out. We know that Spider-Man 2 is coming out. And I guess I'm just kind of blah because I already know I'm getting more. You know, it's not like my last hit of Coke. I'm going to get more Coke next week. I'm good. Next week? You're not really addicted to it. You know what I mean. You've obviously never gone on a bender, sir. No. But you guys get what I'm saying? I mean, like, I... I before we get into everything about the film leading up to, because we're talking about leading up to the film, I just I, I wasn't excited. I wasn't hyped because I know that there's more coming. Like it's like this is not the end. That's not the end. I, I, I see exactly like, where you're going, and humor me on this, just because I do want to see a lot more story of where they're going because they they gloss over a whole lot in the MCU, and so now that they have found that these sagas work um that maybe they can go they'd be very careful about their next decision here because again there's still a lot of fucking stories a lot of superheroes that they have not introduced yet into this shit um but the, the game changer that i've noticed now is because disney has acquired all that shit okay mm -hmm. and they uh, the and fox owns x-men and that's a big one too because i it, Let's just just hear me out, and this is this is oh just a dream, and I hope you all ride with me on this one, okay? This is a real nerd dream. I wrote this down, and I was like, you know what? This would be great. Dark Phoenix is coming up, right? Mm -hmm. And with Dark Phoenix, you have certain links in the chain that can go with the next ultra villain that they could go in the saga here. Dark Phoenix could go for Galactus. Galactus would be your next saga. That way you could introduce Silver Surfer. You could reintroduce Final Fan or uh, Fantastic Four as Marvel, and all this could come in, into full circle, and that's how you, you know, maybe get some of that I in there. I was just gonna bring up a point, like I was gonna bring it up a little later, but you know there are three things like in the comics specifically that made when you mentioned Galactus that like they don't mention at all in this version of the MCU. This first four phases. You don't see Galactus, to the best of my knowledge. You don't see Eternity. Uh, we get nothing to do with the Living Tribunal. I don't think. I don't remember. I don't remember them. Um, we get a hint at Adam Warlock. Silver Surfer's non-existent, like you had said. So, like, yeah, there's a lot of different places they can go that 
in this first 10 years, they really didn't have the ability to do so because they had restrictions that they don't have now. But that's it. But again, this goes to Jordan's point is that like this is exhausting now. We, you've come to a point where, okay, I got the saga. Are people going to sign on for a second saga? Even if you've introduced the villain, uh, it's hard to build up to that now because just like Jordan has said, a lot of it is you have this, this built up, this expectation that's just really not fulfilling at all. Um, I heard rumors so far, the strong internet rumors right now, that is that uh, the next saga might be Annihilus, and that might be okay. I'm still on board for it being World War Hulk. You got something there, Marvel. You can make shorter films. It doesn't have to be 22. You can make like, a quick fucking eight with that one. And, you know, I think, and this is just my opinion, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on it. And we'll get into the movie here in a minute, but I think that what they're going to do, the only way they can get it to work is not to do another saga per se, but to have a lot of crossover. Meaning you get a you get somebody in the Spider-Man movies. And Spider-Man then appears in X movie or Y movie or whatever. Like they help you like like I don't want to say how the Civil War was a Captain America movie, which it was, and you've got like 20 guys there. You get like one or two guys to help each other. And then towards the end, you get to, you're there like, okay, let's all get together and go fight this other bad guy, Annihilus, whomever. No, oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, get like Daredevil in there. You know, now mm-hmm. that, you, now that uh, there's no more show, you can get him in there, right. get Punisher uh, in there, maybe get some, get the uh, Inhumans in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you, you know, there's possibilities there. Definitely um, some X Men stuff. I'd like to see some X Men tie ins, because the X Men tie into a lot of things. Yeah. That yeah they they couldn't. Know. They couldn't contractually tie into previously, so I'm excited for. Well, it, it the mystery it, is the mm, excitement, right? Yeah, now. and and Silver Surfer, like you said, Silver Surfer ties into everybody's story at some point, and he's a Fantastic Four character. You don't necessarily need to tie in the Fantastic Four anywhere else. But what if because, you what if you got but, Marvel to actually do a Fantastic Four right? Because they, because introducing Doctor Doom is pretty big, and that's that's just he's a big that's a big villain. Doctor Doom is a big villain in Marvel. So and that was Sony, right? That was not there was no major long story that that these guys decided to tell. So yeah, I mean to get the Marvel Entertainment behind it to tell the story right, I think that'd be awesome. I'd love Fantastic Four is my dad's favorite comics. And the movies, I feel so bad for him. The movies, what were there, three of them? Were just yes. absolutely terrible. Yeah, and each, each one worse than, than the last, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I felt bad for him because he was so – he was as excited for the Fantastic Four to come out, what, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, as I was for this movie to come out. I, those movies effectively killed everyone's career except for Chris it Evans. Sure, it sure did. Like the dude that played the thing had it. He was big on the Shield. Michael they canceled Chitlis. the yeah. Yes, they killed the Shield because of that movie. <laughs> it was. He he actually did another superhero series too. Uh, it was a TV show. But I'm digressing. Uh, Jordan, let's mm-hmm. talk about the movie. Let's get into it here, everybody. So, again, if you have not seen the movie, here comes the spoilers. So the movie takes place. Uh, We're going to start off here only weeks after Thanos snapped his fingers. 
and everybody's trying to figure out what's really going on, and the Avengers are kind of just blah. I mean, let's 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 talk about the first act. The opening shot is Hawkeye and his family when he's on, I believe he's on house arrest still from the events of, yep. of previous or of Age of Ultron Civil or something. War. Civil War. Okay, thank you. He's still on house arrest. Uh, he, he's teaching his daughter how to how to shoot the bow. His his son wants hamburgers. You know, everybody's having a good old classic American hoorah, you know, time. And then uh, all of a sudden he turns his back and they're gone. They have banished. Thanos has snapped his fingers at this point. Now, I had to go back after I saw this movie and watch Infinity War because I'm like, when did Nebula and Tony Stark end up together? And I forgot that everybody on planet Titan died or vanished besides those two. Um, this first act for me dragged. Sure. For me. Yeah, really well, dragged. I'd say for I'd say I'd say for most. You know, I just going into this at, at the end, everyone had mixed reviews on, on this. I didn't matter. I was hyped up for it. I knew I just I was hyped up for it. But yes, I could see you had to establish kind of this this post world this post event. You had to catch people up with that. So yeah, I can understand that it it did start kind uh, kind of slow in in that. I mean, well, who would have thunk? You know, he killed Thanos in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, I mean, like we get we get Nebula and Tony Stark, and he's gonna die. But all of a sudden, in the last minute, here comes Captain Marvel out of nowhere. They go back to the Avengers headquarters, you know, and Pepper Potts is happy, and everybody's like, hey, you know, we can find Thanos. And Nebula's like, hey, he just snapped his fingers on this planet. This is where he's at. And we see Thanos. So, okay, now this is interesting. We see Thanos in Infinity War, badass guy, very cold-hearted and calculated. We see in the beginning of this movie, he looks older, fragile, frail it's only been a few weeks because he snapped the uh gauntlet again to destroy the stones and then damn near killed him his side of his face is all burnt yep and uh here comes the rest of the avengers to save the day and thor comes in to chop his head off thanos is dead dead in the first 15 minutes of the movie d e d dead Here's here's and this right here, this and then going into the five years later thing is really my biggest gripe with the first really half of the movie, not just the first act, but really the first half. So in the comics, like in the comics, as compared to the to the to the movie, Thanos does has a change, has a has a change of heart. Right. Like he in the movie, Thanos realizes what he did. And then he's like, "Oh shit! Like I that was I shouldn't have done that. Like I really screwed that up." And in the movie, he realizes it after they all get back together and go find Thanos. And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm not really that sorry, but I'm kind of sort of sorry that now I'm a cripple." So like, it was a little bit different. And almost immediately after Thanos does what he does in the comics, the remaining Avengers just rape him like they're they go pure dark side and just murder him like just beat the shit out of him nebula takes the gauntlet off of him and then they're like and he's like oh shit like i sorry like that's definitely a bad idea let me help you undo what i just did so this part right here and then into the five years later thing that's my biggest gripe with not my biggest but i guess the biggest gripe with this part of the movie 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. This is where it kind of just from the start. Uh, after watching Infinity War, and they again just know that uh, I was going okay, just throw away the source material, and they're just going to go complete on their own with this one, and that's and that's fine. I think I accepted that early, and it helped me to enjoy the the movie a bit more. I there were still some things I wanted to see, and I think for the most part I got to see all of them actually that that I had hoped for. There was even a lot of uh, hidden Easter eggs in in this movie mm-hmm. that a lot of true faithful people would find out because there was a there was one series where the uh, um there's like what if Thanos actually did win and completely destroyed the Avengers and just won everything, and there was a part in there where he takes Iron Man and rips him the fucking half. And uh, he grabs his arm and leg just like this and just rips him in half like that. And there's a part in the movie when Iron Man runs at him and Thanos actually grabs him by arm and leg. He throws him aside instead instead of ripping him in half. But sure. I wonder if that was a, a little a little uh, nod right there. Uh, to, to the bitch. So it was, uh, yeah, a few things like, like that helped. But when that happened five years later, you're just like, holy shit. Like, how are they going to, you know, what's going to happen from here? I I enjoyed that's where a lot of the humor came in. You got to see Fat Thor, Dad Bot Thor, in Norway, who's, who still randomly had a six pack on the outside of his fat belly. That was mm. an, I mean that was another thing. That's just me being nitpicky, but still he's you know. I mean you know it's a god. Yeah. I just found it funny that my wife said, "Hey, he looks like you do." Oh, he's a god. Jordan's got the. The body of a god, boys. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you got like the you, you got like I'm mean, clearly been drinking beer, right? You got you got like the flat man chest, and it goes all the way down, and you just got this huge keg. And she was like, "Hey, that's you." I was like, "God well, damn it!" You got to see that, and you got to see a forced a Fortnite plug too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. A, a free game gets gets a gets a plug. God bless America on that one. And uh, also within this five years as well. Uh, Tony Stark has been playing some games, playing some games with Pepper Potts' vagina because he's a five-year-old girl. Whoa. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah. Morgan. I thought it was Megan. Morgan. So how do we feel about Tony Stark? Let's forget about the comics for this question. How do we feel from all the movies that we've seen? How do we feel about Tony Stark having a little girl here? Makes sense. I mean, it's legit, yeah. Does it? I, I mean, yeah, I, at this point, like, where it does the five years later thing, it's interesting because it basically shows everyone just accepting defeat and, and they just hate it. You know, they absolutely hate it, and you can tell that it's just completely fucked everybody up. Some people take it harder than others, and Iron Man chose to, to be like, okay, I'm not going to fuck around with this. I'm going to start fresh then. If that's what we're yeah. doing, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, he took his anger out on Pepper Potts. Hey-o. That's okay. There we go. Hawk guy is now Batman. Ronan, yes. So let's talk about that real quick. That was a part of the movie where I rolled my eyes because his reasoning to be a vigilante, Hawkeyes, is absolutely laughable when it comes to just your standard movie discussion here. Uh, his family gets vanished. And then he decides to be Batman, and he's in Tokyo, and he's fighting uh, a Yakuza boss, and the boss even says, what did I do to you? Why are we even fighting? Like, that's a good fucking question. And then, you know, Batman is like, 
because my family died and you guys survived. So fuck you or something. It, it was so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. He he got a, he has a mohawk again. He's a he's a mohawk. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of bad, guys. That no, part's kind of bad. That kind of. It's pretty bad. The other part is is that uh, again, it shows every superhero kind of doing their thing. And then for some reason, Black Widow is like holding it down at the fort. I I can. It's hard for me because I'm just like, bitch. What is your power again? What like what are you doing? What do you like? How do you contribute to? Uh, She's just a really good fighter. Yeah, what's Hawkeye's fucking power? He can at least fucking hit a target from oh, a great. mile away. He's a sharpshooter, man, and so it's good to have, you. Got to always have a sniper on the team. Fine, okay, fine. So he's legless, and she's a fucking like <laughs> she's a fuck. I mean, like think about it, man. We saw her superpower. She could change, and, yeah, uh, changing her hair color. No, not only changing her hair color. I will give her some credit here. Uh, you know, we saw her in the first Avengers movie being tied up, and the guy's telling her everything, and she calls him out and says. Hold on, this guy's literally telling everything. So her superpower is her enormous beauty. She's a spy. She is a she's a spy. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, know. I get it. But it's like either way, she's she's telling these fucking the you know, Captain Marvel and fucking you know the, the the most powerful people left like what to yeah. do. Okay, it's like what do you, what the fuck are you gonna do, Black Widow? Yeah. Why why are we checking in? Either way, so I, I don't know why that bothered me so much. Just because. Because there could have been, there's so many other female superheroes they could have picked, except for Black. Why Black Widow? So many. Why could have been? Why could have been Captain Marvel? Because this girl clearly is just absolutely all right. Be awesome at everything. Silly, silly argument to to to, to gripe to have. I I get that, but either way, she's all upset, and then we get introduced to the rat that saves the world. That's true. (laughs) So now we had a fan theory. We had a fan theory about the Hulk. That was released last year after Infinity War. I wanted to say the theory and see how it completely got destroyed. The fan theory on Reddit, which everybody was backing, was the reason why that Bruce Banner could not turn into the Hulk was because that's actually Loki because everybody comes over Loki for some reason. Well, here you go. Here's Jordan's nutsack on your forehead. Loki's fucking dead. Deal with it. And uh, Bruce Banner has figured out how he can just be Hulk all time, and also Bruce Banner. Perfect. So now it's, and now it's just Hulk body, Bruce Banner mind, eating at the Sizzler, taking selfies. It's a beautiful thing. No, it's a beautiful that was, thing. That was a good part. The the photo scene. Yeah, this is the, the this is the Hulk that I wanted. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I like this Hulk. I, I hope that they uh they stay with this Hulk. I hope. This is the start of plant or of World War Hulk. I, I I know I keep on saying it. I'm gonna keep on hitting it, Marvel, until you fucking hear it. So that's what you need to see. And right now, you're you you're there. You've already done the Planet Hulk type of thing. Get that the mm-hmm. fuck out the way. You're setting it up. Perfect. Right now, strike it while the iron's hurt. Uh, two Hulk standalone movies, and you have that. You have World War Hulk. Perfect. So then we get into our next fan theory, which which revolves around I uh. Ant-Man, and the fan theory was, if you looked closely, which this is a ridiculous fan theory. This is a fan theory where people see things that are not actually there. Okay, guys? So this fan theory was, if you look closely in the top left corner of the screen at the end credits of Infinity War, when Ant-Man's like, hey, everybody, I'm here. What's going on? It says 1985. So everybody's like, oh, 
oh, there's there's time travel, which that part's true. Ant-Man's in the 80s. Oh, shit, right? Well, it turned out not to be 1985. It turned out to be that's just the timer on the on the camera. Ant-Man comes out of the quantum realm, uh, quantum realm. He's been in there for five hours, but he's been in there for five years. He comes out, and he has figured out that they actually can do uh, time travel. Yep. And, 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 oh, 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 time, uh, time jumping, I believe, is what they kind of refer to it in this movie. Time movie. heist. Time heist. Time heist, yes. So, fuck you is the thing. And, and, and um, then they decided to do what I knew that they were going to do is to reference every popular time travel movie ever. Mm. Grown! Grown! This movie is getting really bad really fast. You gotta obey the laws of time travel, man. And what better way to learn about the laws of time travel than documentaries like Back to the Future? Exactly. You just need a food processor that you throw aluminum foil in and you're fine. Yeah, I mean, just mix that with your uh, flux capacitor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry. Yeah. Screw that up, my bad. Yeah, yeah that's what got, you need. Got, got my maths wrong. <laughs> I don't fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, this uh, is so stupid. Why are we doing time travel? Yeah. Oh I, my god. It wasn't um a real, uh, I, Because I apparently Marvel didn't write it right the first time, so Doctor Strange had to go into the future and see the one thing out of the 14 million possibilities that happened. And this was the one that would, would work somehow. You know, uh, actually, big props up to uh, a fucking redditor who said that uh, uh, everyone misinterpreted the one outcome. And when Doctor Strange was putting that finger up, he was actually referring to where Ant Man should be going. You know, he's just—he was, <laughs> was actually looking at Ant Man, be like, and he was just like, "Hey, finger, go! You gotta go up there. You gotta, <laughs> nice. you gotta shrink down real quick. You gotta go right up there." Nice. Well, they have, you know, some. Uh, some shenanigans uh, ensue, but they eventually uh, figure out that they can do a time heist. And Tony Stark reluctantly does come back after he figures out that he can make his own Iron Man gauntlet. And the plan is they're going to split up into four teams and they're going to go to places where the original uh, locations of the Infinity Stones were to bring him back to present day, to snap the fingers, to reverse everything. That's what they're going to do. So my I, a lot lot of questions here, and, and I, this is where, again, I, where I, I just kind of threw, I went, did, did one of these. I just, to my head, and I just flicked out all all the questions. I was like, nope, just, just go along for the ride, Eric. Don't worry about uh, uh, all, like, first off, when they go, all four of different groups, are they going back into four different realities now? Or do all four of those realities that they're going back to, are they sharing an existing timeline that they're all coexisting in? Because if that's the case, then when that part when they go further back in time, it, like I, there's, I, I feel like there's a lot of realities that if they've tampered with one, it would affect the outcome in the ones that they were already in. You Eric, right? you just went cross-eyed. Did I really? That's you can't think. This first half of this movie has taught me anything. It's that you can't think about the the story that they're going to tell you. Just let them tell you the story. Well, I forgive well, everything. That I, I forgive all my concerns and everybody. That was ridiculous of me. 
I mean, I mean, Ed, I am not arguing with you at all. I'm just, I'm just commenting on your point here. Well, that, def that hundred percent defeats the purpose of a fucking movie. Then, Hey, here's a, here's a piece of moving pictures. That's entertainment. Don't pay attention to the plot. No, it's not. Don't pay attention to the plot of this movie. It's don't pay attention to the plot of the other 10 years worth of movies we did. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> like, God that, damn it. That's another big thing, a big issue I had with this movie. All right. Now, we're going to get to the great part here in a minute. I can tell that we're getting there. But the first half of this movie literally attempts to undo the first 10 years of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, because they want to bring everybody back, dude. You're right. And they don't know how to. And they still don't know how to. Even at the end of this movie, they don't know how to bring people back. I. 100% agree with you, man. I, I have a question for this, though, uh, because what they do, what they undo, and how they do it, I I still... Is is Loki still dead, then? Yes. Because, so, yeah, like, he's, he's done, right? Because he was killed he's legit done. before the snap. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Just crushed. As of right now, we got Black Widow, Iron Man, and Loki, and, Cap and Captain out. Done. No, no more. And Agent Paul, uh, Agent Coulson. And Coulson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves him for some reason. So um, we go to the first. The first group is Iron Man, Captain America, and Hulk, and they go to the Battle of New York in the first Avengers movie in 2012. So now I'm a big fan of Back to the Future, and I like how they always kind of rebuild the sets and all that stuff to go back. And you thought you saw something, but you didn't. Uh, their set was a soundstage with Hulk trying to smash a car. That was it. Like, I mean, like there was no, there was no like, oh, I remember this. I remember that. Like, I mean, that's, they missed, they missed it on this battle of New York. They should have showed us the shit that was awesome in that battle and had our future heroes in the mix of that and trying to not be seen by their past selves. That would have been fun. That didn't happen. I mean, you got a, a little bit of it, Captain versus Captain. You also got yeah, to see that the the wizards were doing a lot more than than nothing during the Battle of New York. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm sorry. The one wizard who is supposed to be Asian, but she's a white girl. It's okay. And Bruce's uh, Hulk's job is to go on the roof while there's a battle. Now, okay, this is a problem. This is a movie fucking problem, guys. Hulk jumps on the roof. I'm going to spell this out very easily for everybody. Okay. Hulk jumps on the roof, talks to the leader of the magicians, whatever her name is, just for the sake of argument, okay? The, the shot of the camera points to her shooting down one of Thanos' army guys, and then for the next 20 minutes has just a regular conversation with the Hulk. With no other bad guys flying over the building, like it's not happening. Yeah. Do you do you guys see that problem? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, just ignore one. That's for a the problem. Other. So that's but, his job. Well, well, because yeah, you could you could assume that Hong is uh, defending it then. Right, but it's like yeah. Anyway, or no, Wong, Wong. Yeah. So uh, Captain's job and uh, – I'm sorry, Ant-Man's with him too. Ant-Man and Captain's job is to um, 
go steal the Tesseract. And uh, I guess Tony Stark's a part of that plan. And we get a call back uh, to a great scene in Winter Soldier where Captain America is trapped in a glass elevator with a bunch of guys. I love the fact that he gets the case with the Tesseract by saying, Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra. I cannot believe he said that. That was really fucking fun for me. Ed, did you have fun with that one? Yeah, I mean, I saw it and I was like, I I, I, I knew that the, I knew where they were going and I was excited that they went there. Um, but not as excited as you, apparently. Well, it was just funny because it's yeah. like, this has been a thing. And uh, what, when, uh, when, when Winter Soldier came out for like six months of my life, I would always say to people, hey, I got something to tell you. And they're like, what? Hail Hydra. Hail and I would Hydra. walk away. Yeah, it was just my thing for a while. So mm -hmm. it was funny. Uh, so then Cap, uh, future Captain America's ass, fights against past Captain America's ass. And, um, yeah, there's a great meme on Facebook where they're laying on the floor together and future Captain America is like, like, like grinning his teeth. And, uh, and past Cap is like, got you in the ass. Yeah. So yeah, that, is, that, is, that is America's ass. Like, really? Really? Okay. So, oh, Ed, since you said that, this fight is bullshit, right? Because what is the rules of this universe in this time heist? Would future Cap now remember this fight? Yes. Yes. As it's happening, as it's happening, Captain Amer current Captain America would see the fight remember the fight happening and find a way to fight him again so he didn't have as, as no hard. no no because it's a different reality because that then that was the, the the hulk line that explained that it's a different reality so if your future self goes into the past that past already happened so what you're doing is creating a dish alternate line a different universe different reality when you go back into that one and that line will have its own future and itself and everything else so him going back to that time created a new reality, which was then burned over when they went back even further over that reality. Which, so, again, that burns I, everything about time travel, travel we know. You're my fucking welcome, boys. Yep. <laughs> you did that. I appreciate that out of you. That was, so, their, that was their quick little explanation. So, yeah, I know that you're scratching your head and being like, that's bothersome. Because, again, that's why I asked that. This is they're playing with different realities here and once you go into one i don't know which which one is different from the other are all four of them different you know are what all that four is of them, like you know what that is that is that is the russo brothers attempting to pull a jj abrams and they're not as good as jj abrams that's oh, oh, oh 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 god russo's how does your anus feel from edward just raping you hey you don't oh. know that what if they're opening up oh. these six alternate realities in order to do the the war of the universe, the multiverses later on. Oh, All right, well, we... <laughs> Jesus Christ! So we go back to the timekeepers involved, man. That'd be great. That's, oh God, you're, uh, we're going to introduce the, the the wills here in a little bit. So there are a lot of pointless scenes in this movie, but. The most pointless scene in this entire movie is going back to the 1970s and the location where Winter Soldier took place so they can get the Tesseract because they fucked up. And Tony Stark has another fucking conversation with his fucking father. And his father says the same goddamn fucking line. He looks familiar to me. <laughs> oh, you know, I tell you what, John Slattery is literally the perfect guy when they had from 
the character he played in Mad Men, I forget his name, Roger Sterling. He played the per he, he's that person in everything he's ever done, including playing Howard Stark. Yeah, legitimately. Had, he's good at it, but had it's pointless. Had they alluded to uh, uh, Howard Stark seeing like a very very young Tony Stark, or was was that alt reality? That was an alt reality because uh, in Civil War in the beginning it was a hologram, and then Tony Stark That's finds right. out. Yeah, and then Tony Stark finds out that Winter Soldier actually killed his parents, yeah. and blah. Blah, 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 nonsense. But we've already had this scene. Why is this scene? Here's an idea. Take this 1970s scene out of there and give me more fucking Thanos. Could have that. Let me know. Let me know more about this character besides crying once when he had to throw the green girl over the fucking cliff. Well, more. this may have been also a, a way for them to, because they got, I would say they, they got everybody back for this movie. And I was, except for Anthony Hopkins, but uh, well, they killed him. Though. That's about it. He would still be alive. Rene Russo was was alive, so he would have been alive. Yeah, he would have been alive. I mean, fuck. Hey, 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 Ed. I got an idea. Let's not put in Anthony Hopkins. Let's bring in fucking Natalie Portman. Who gives a fuck about her? For we season. don't even, we don't see her. We just see her picture because we see her picture from. The Thor movie because Natalie Portman doesn't own her image from the Thor movie. Yeah. Marvel does, so you don't actually see Natalie Portman. And, yeah, you do. Someone, yeah, you do Rocket, you know. Rockets. Okay. No, no you I, don't no, see her. I think that's extra footage, man. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, I think that's fair her. can. Yeah, and because and Thor says, "Yeah, I had a relationship with her once, but now things are over." I love your Thor voice. It's very sexy. Are you mocking me? If what? <laughs> Why, but, why, why, why is this rabbit mocking me? Yeah, I think that that would that stock that's extra stock that they had, man, from uh, from just shooting. They just had it, whatever the hell. That's I, well, I would imagine. So, and then they just put, they just did gave it the Star Wars treatment, and they put a little rac, rocket raccoon over it. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So now we'll go into that. Uh, the second team is Thor and Rocket Raccoon, which is a great combo, and they got to go back to Asgard in 2014 to get the ether from the dark elves right which turned out to be an infinity stone and you know thor and rocket had a great fucking little uh, banter here and there and thor runs off and talks to his mom and rocket actually ends up saving the day to get the ether that was fun uh it seemed it dragged a little bit but it was a fun little segment it was better than the 1970s i can i can say that you just better. don't like any part of the time traveling in, in, in this. I can understand that because, again, they, they break a lot of the rules in uh, in in the time traveling. Like, you know, okay, you're not supposed to do and then they go ahead and do it anyway. And it just happens over and over again. And then uh, uh, the bigger uh, part is uh, where they moves the plot along is Nebula, who's, who's sharing a conscience with her with herself when she goes back in time. Which oh my also God! Doesn't make sense. It that, doesn't. Oh man! I mean, because technically she is as much of a robot as she is a person, but at the same time, she's not that much of a robot. And 
there's an forgetting about the source material because we're long past the source material here. We've created an alternate universe from the source material in this movie by doing the things that they did. That makes sense. Okay. Um, because they had been pretty close up till this point. Not exact, but close enough to where you understood what was happening. And I was so that was the biggest cop out when they had 2014 or what was it? 2011 Thor, 2014 Thor. Whatever year it was, I don't remember. Not Thor, uh, Thanos and Gamora and uh, Nebula. Like you can't. That defeated the whole. That was the whole exact opposite of what they had said was about to happen. Right. It was absolutely <laughs> bullshit, Ed. I 100% agree with you. And and question, question, question. And I'm gonna be a little loud here for a second. Who gives a fuck about Nebula? Well, you're gonna have to now because she's. Yeah part of the guardians dude yeah. but she was nothing she was nothing nothing and now this bitch is the reason why the thanos knows what's going on this plot doesn't make fucking sense the reason why this movie made 1.2 billion opening weekends because everybody's like it's the last one it's <laughs> not the last one they had this to go is... see it four times to get it i mean you had charming <laughs> jesus they're like nice even even the Avengers had to recap what the hell happened in fucking Thor, uh, the other world yeah. or whatever, because they, they didn't yeah. know. And that was a nice little bit where where you have Ant Man just kind of like I don't know, just again Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, the way he's just yeah. kind of I, I think he's perfect. This was his movie, and he did really well with it. So I, I Paul Rudd did a great job. Yeah, I and, agree with you. Yeah, which and, by sorry. the way, have, have either of you did either of you see when he was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon? Uh, promoting this movie what was it Thursday night, the night it was released, um, when they did uh, "You Spin Me Right Round." Yes, oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, oh, if not, if movie guys verse, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and look at Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show and watch them shot for shot recreate "You Spin Me Right Round, Baby," like whatever the name of that song. It is absolutely perfect. And Seth, you just got done promoting the Tonight Show. I'm going to go to the bank and cash the check. So, <laughs> and, <Yep. laughs> so okay. So, uh, yes. So, so that's how past Thanos, because Thanos is dead, but 2012 Thanos knows what's going on because he sees the images projected through Nebula. And he knows what's going to happen all the way up to the point where he is decapitated. Nebula tries to show her worth. Oh, God, I'm going cross-eyed. So, because um, this movie's so fucking long. Shoots her goddamn um, self. That's right. Shoots herself. Yeah. But, um, okay. So, eventually, all the Avengers get all the Infinity Stones. They come back at the same exact time for no reason at all. And uh, no, 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 hold on. We're, we're saying that they had all the infinity stones, they got them all in time, but they were still on, on the run because they knew it was limited. Because you know, the threat was that Thanos was coming back, and so they didn't know who was going to do it. Hulk does this bullshit where it's just like, Well, I'm a little bit of I'm, I'm gamma radiation, yeah, come on, yeah. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that was definitely a, a Hulk Stallone there. You just did. That's, I think that, well, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, but we don't, well, we don't know gamma radiation. I'm a gamma radiation. I know that's nothing like it, but that's how I played it. No, in my it's head. close, that's, it's close enough. Works. And uh, the thing yeah. is, is, we don't know we have bad Nebula yet. 
Neb bad nebula takes the place of good nebula. Oh yeah, she's in here. disguise. Yeah, you're right. But by you know, which is like when Superman parts his hair from one side as Superman and the other side as Clark Kent and wears glasses that nobody knows what's happening. That's Nebula. Yeah, in this exactly. Thank you. Because what Ed's referring to, which I was going to get to, but you beat me, Ed, was she was like, past Nebula is like, hey, future Nebula has this gold strip on her head. I'm just going to go ahead and pry that off and gold strip and nobody can tell. Uh, in Superman's defense, he can make himself six inches taller. So My girlfriend would say the same thing. Oh, oh. I've been saying he could do it with the spine. He just said. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a real it's a real thing, uh yeah. But um yeah, so that was a little whatever. But anyway, Hulk puts puts the thing on and he's trying and he's just like I can take it and then he snaps to reverse all the people, but that glove done fucked him up and so he's just like, well, damn, hold on, I gotta sit back. Uh, don't let Captain Marvel use it or anything. Um, yeah. While we yeah. have it in our possession, and we'll just leave it right not, there. She's not there yet because she's too fucking busy to join the movie. Yeah, she's dealing with it. She's helping out all the other planets. Hey, never mind that we have the fucking stones in Infinity Gauntlet with us right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Never you mind know. that we're going out there trying to save those 10,000 planets you're trying to help. Never mind that. You just go do your thing, and then we'll go do our thing and do all the hard work. And then at the moment where it's almost too good to be true, then you can show up. Right. And she shows up after Thanos blows up to pieces like a nuclear bomb, the Avengers facility. And, and doesn't kill anybody. It doesn't right. kill anybody. Oh, my God. I was so pissed off. The, I was the, so... The Hulk, who at this point is crippled, is holding up the building... With both arms, who we now we and we know he he he's, he is severely injured, and he's holding up the building, stopping a raccoon from being smashed by concrete. Yeah. Again, everyone oh, and, and regular human being Hawkeye. Yes, uh, all of them. Yeah, uh, is out running the horde. Megaton explosions. In, yes, uh, in your base. So it's now, a hell of a now, facility there. Rocket is. Is altered. That's true, but he's still a fucking raccoon. He has limitations. Either Hawkeye way, we're, we're is a that human out. being. Yeah, Hawkeye is a human being. Has human being level levels of limitations. Black Widow has being, just uh, yep. Get it. Is, move, <laughs> move on. Come right. yeah, on. Right. You're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You know what though? I will move on after this one comment that I have to make. People were pissed the fuck off in Man of Steel when he was fighting that whatever that bad guy's name Thermal was Zod. Zod when he was fighting Zod and they were like, what about all the hundreds of thousands of people in the 30? They must have died. They were so pissed about it that they had to make that an opening for Batman versus Superman. They made a whole movie about that, but this movie, they get blown up by like 10 nuclear weapons from Thanos's ship. And not a single one of them is hold on bleeding. That's <laughs> But, okay, that's the uh, one big reason why I liked Superman, the books especially in comics, is because he dealt with that real-life shit of people who were just like, dude, this guy's a fucking threat. And he's just like, no, man, I'm, I'm trying to help you guys out. I'm an alien. People were just like, no, you're a fucking scary-ass threat. We don't like you. 
and but he would still save him anyway. That's why yeah. I've I've always said that that was the biggest because everyone's always like, oh he's so perfect. No, that dude's so perfect that it sucks. Like yeah, so like uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, everyone, everyone, all these other people, like yeah, they have just kind of like it's the it's the usual strength and weakness, strength and weakness, and then there's right. a little bit of a torment. But it's just like I, I, that added layer is makes him more human than anybody else. All right. So Thanos comes down off of his ivory tower and uh, they begin to have a battle and very fun battle. Um, Can't complain about it, but then we get some more bullshit coming in our way. Thanos uh, seems to be defeated, but he's like, Hey, here's my big purple dick. Check this out. And he brings like millions of fucking soldiers. And then out of nowhere at the precise time, Everybody that was vanished has come back. On your left. Everybody. Uh, that was a pretty cool scene. I, I know, it? I know, it's what it is, but I think you had a mix. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I enjoyed it. I, listen, Doctor Doctor Strange is is my by far my favorite, hands down. Since his since he came out, he's my favorite superhero in this whole franchise. It. He's the best. He's the strongest. Easy, hands down. So uh, he's he's my favorite. I like that they explained it where when they wished him back, uh, Spider Man had that moment with Iron Man. He's like, "Oh yeah, the wizard was just like, hey, it's been five years, we gotta go." And then you open up these portals, then we had to go. So I, I like again that Strange already knows, like he's he's ahead of the game. He's already done everything calculated. I feel like this is almost like a, his adventure because he planned it to go this way or was hoping for it to go this way. Sure. I, so I, I just I, I like that part, but you had in that battle, uh, it's a pretty good. Uh, it was pretty cool. You got to see Giant Man take down that fucking flying worm. That was pretty dope. But you had uh, the Wakanda ends, Wakandians, Wakandans, yeah. Wakandans. Wakanda. Uh, they're ready to kick fucking ass. You had the Asgardians there that were ready to kick some ass too. Um, you had everybody uh, from every movie ever. Yeah, it was awesome. That was awesome. They had a bunch of like the, the Reapers, I think they were this from the from the mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. They had a, they had a lot of different groups that are all ready to fucking fight, and it was actually pretty cool to see that huge, uh, that huge fight scene. Everyone had their little moment. Um, I heard some eye roll moments uh, happened, obviously. Whether they tried to do the the Avengers Assemble, which is pretty dope in my opinion, or the um, the the Lady Mar the Lady the Women of Marvel forming up, people mm-hmm. didn't like that for some reason. They thought it was forced. What they're, they're they didn't after. like. They didn't like that. Uh-huh. I, I think it's fine, but no, I think you know people are looking to be whatever, and it was just kind of like it was dope. I like I like that you had there was a lot because that's what's it's one thing if it was like a handful, but there's a lot like that was yeah. that was pretty cool. You get to see a, and I hope you get to see a lot more in the future. So I just want to I just want to interject here a little bit something from the comics, and while this battle is amazing, it's it's the most epic sequence in probably one of the one of the most epic sequences in the history of film in my opinion you see the avengers as you said when the avengers assemble against thanos's army it you know it's it's an incredible sequence and it's it's incredible from from the comics though like that's not at all what happens in the comics right um in the comics nothing like that you know the heroes from the comics mount an attack on thanos uh, much smaller and then the ones that weren't killed by the snap Thanos fucking kills them all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's way different. Like, the good guys win in the movie, the bad guy wins in the comics. So, like, that's 
that's something that's completely different. Mm. Well, we get into the end of the battle. Iron Man and Thanos are finally fighting for the gauntlet, the Iron Man gauntlet, as I call it. Iron Man finally gets it on, and he's spazzing the fuck out, and he's going to snap his fingers and snap. You missed it. I am Iron Man. Oh, I am yep. Iron Man. They missed the uh, they missed the Black Sabbath. I'm Iron Man uh, chord, like song chord playing in the background. They should have done that. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and then Thanos's army just disintegrates, and Thanos himself disintegrates, and therefore the threat of Thanos is eliminated. Because they made a comment about going back and killing baby Thanos. So, like, baby Thanos is still alive in another... An alternate reality. Eric's oh. explained already. Okay. All right. Fine. I get confused on this shit. So, boom. Iron Man has saved the day. But Robert Downey Jr. did not want to sign his contract, so he could not withstand the Infinity Gauntlet. Pepper Potts comes in. And says the one line that was a very heavy line to say. It got me when she says, you can finally rest, Tony. And he dies. Iron Man is dead, folks. Dead. With a capital D. Yep. Dead. So long. Oh, my fucking God. Speaking of dead, this is how, this is how non-important the scene was to the movie. Would even talk about the Hawkeye Black Widow fight where he when she killed herself. Oh, oh, what the fuck ever, man. Get you know. Like there there's there's that, like it was it was like fucking whatever. And then the opening sequence where uh, a Nebula and War Machine went to the plant to, to knock out Peter Quill. And I mean that was just like, you know, fucking get it was a uh, just get it done. Like I feel like there were so, were, Yeah, there were so many things like that throughout this whole movie, man. It's just like, okay, it, it was more like the explanation scene. Like, it really served no other purpose other than just kind of just to, to, to forward that little bit uh, or to not to answer the question of this and that or to probably just share some uh, screen time just so because uh, War Machine needs to get in there too. I do like War Machine. They're getting better at showing off the badassery of War Machine because he really – Rhodes is a fucking badass character. He really is. He really is. And then after the ending battle and whatnot, you get another – half an hour of the movie saying goodbye to the characters. Like yeah. they're, telling, they're, they're, they're saying good. Like you don't need a half an hour to say goodbye to everybody because most of these people are in movies that are coming up. Yeah. They're not, you're, there's no goodbye to be said. They're, you're going to see them all again. Ed's right. I, I, yeah, no. Yeah. They spent way too long saying goodbye to these characters, but they have all the infinity stones. Captain America is going to go back in time to place the infinity stones back where they belong. And Hulk says it's going to take him. However, in his, in his world, but it's going to be five seconds to us. And he counts down to five and nothing. And then Bucky Barnes looks to the right. And he notices an old man sitting on a bench old looking over man. the pond. And Bucky Barnes and Falcon are like, what's this about? And Bucky smiles and says, go, Falcon. Old man is Captain America? And we 
pretty much figure out that when Cap went back in time to put all the Infinity Stones back, he went back to Peggy Carter, courted her, married her, not Captain America, kept the shield. How? I don't know. Gives it a Falcon. Movie ends with Captain America and Peggy dancing. Before you guys go on, I just, oh my God. So with I believe no that scene, reality way. that he lived in with Peggy was a separate reality from what was already there. So when he came back to this reality, everything that he just experienced is actually fucking bullshit. It didn't even happen. It's in a different universe, different reality. And so he basically, when he comes back into this one as an old man, he just comes back with a memory of what just happened. No actual yeah. thing affected this reality. Do you understand? Do you, I believe that's what happens. I'm, that's how the explanation works for everything else. So that's how I should be for this one. Because That hurts to say because Peggy Carter, that means that their marriage had to have been completely secret the entire time as a frozen captain would have been, well, frozen in the Arctic the entire time that Steve Rogers and Peggy were we're dancing. Yeah. When did he go back? Did he go back like when like when like past Cap was like flying over the Arctic? Did he just show up on her doorstep and go, Hey Remember it me? Doesn't, so it I doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't yeah. make fucking sense. And and well, then the you'd have all of Agent Carter. It. Yeah, the one person who would have got it would have been Peggy Carter because she was the first Director of Shield, so she would have understood. But both of your points are absolutely valid. This is a bullshit cop out. Bullshit! Oh my god! But it didn't happen. It didn't actually happen. Or it did it? Did, but it didn't. Because according it, to Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has a ninety-five percent rating. Are you fucking kidding me? This movie gave you some closure. And that's what you should be happy about. Closure to a timeline that, I mean, in 10 years, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of contracts. It's a lot of money. I, I'm willing to, to kind of forgive it because I actually thought a lot of it um, action-wise was solid. Character-wise, I, I, again, we have questions about this and that. But, again, the casting has always been dope. Iron Man is, uh, is, uh, it was carried this entire franchise, no doubt. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. did a fantastic job as Tony Stark, and this was a, a good way to send him off. Chris Evans did a fantastic job as Captain America too. I'd say that he carried it along right along with Iron Man too. Uh, also, you know, so I, I think that both of them did. Uh, now they need to pass the torch and bring in a new breed. They they need some new superheroes, something that's more relatable, something that's uh, goddamn please not Black Widow. I know we're getting a movie like that. Captain Marvel, we're getting to one of those probably too, a sequel to that one. God damn it, please don't do that. I hope the Shang-Chi movie is supposed to be fucking dope. That'd be pretty cool. Black uh, Panther 2, that'd be pretty cool. We're getting Mysterio in uh, Spider-Man Far, Far, uh, yeah, Spider Far From Home. That should be some dope shit too. So keep it going, Marvel. We're also getting a Doctor Strange 2 as well. That's going to be dope, too. I hope they do a um, uh, um, Dormammu. Uh, that would be some pretty cool shit, too. He's a pretty big threat. Yeah. Ed. That dude's legit in the comics. Ed, I'm 
so glad that you shared my opinion about this Captain America thing because that that old Captain America, like I just don't understand it. I could talk to you guys for hours about just that scene alone in the movie because it just doesn't make fucking sense. And I, I'm I'm so happy you agree with me on this. Like, oh, just sickening. Uh, just just let it go. Don't think about it. Just let it fucking go and let, fine, Sam, will... let Sam Wilson be the new captain. That's Fal- fine. He Falcon be... was a shit hero anyway. Well, I mean, he could he could be the new Cap. That's fine. It's just old man Cap is just stupid. All right, guys. It's been 10 years in the making. Let's give him a good old-fashioned 10-year popcorn rating. So, Eric and Ed, here we go. Ed, what is your popcorn rating for Avengers Endgame? So we're just talking about this movie. We're not talking about the MCU in its entirety the last 10 years, right? This, this movie. Just the movie. Endgame. Okay. Just the movie. So for everything that we've talked about, legitimately so many, so many gripes, so many bullshit cop-outs left and right and left and right and left and right. The With that, with those things all being said, the – Battle was legitimately one of the most epic things I've ever seen. Uh, most of which have revolved around Game of Thrones, as uh, you know. Every Sunday, Eric and I will be reviewing. You know, and we just did once to go into our archives to watch the battle for Winterfell and see what we had to say about that. That battle and the Battle of the Bastards were better than this battle. Okay. It felt really epic because I got goosebumps and they did it really well. But like it, it, it's fucking. It was. They spent forty minutes tossing the goddamn gauntlet around like a football, and it looked like little league, little leaguers trying to play a Statue of Liberty play. Okay, so all of that being said, this movie I think to me fails not because it fails as a movie, but because it didn't live up to the hype. So my review is very biased. Yeah, it is. I'm giving this movie a small bag of popcorn. Oh, wow. I have spent the last 10 years waiting for this moment. The second that they told you that they were creating a universe, I knew where we were going. I didn't know exactly, but I figured it's easy to figure it out, especially once you get to Civil War, that they're getting to Thanos and the Infinity Stones. And especially once you start to see the Infinity Stones in all the movies, you know where they're going. Like, you can just tell. Okay? So, the 10 years of hype, for me, absolutely was huge. And I loved every moment of every film that I had seen, with the exception of this movie. The, the first half was bullshit. I, absolutely unneeded. In the second half of the movie, the only thing any good was the battle because the rest of it didn't make sense, and the battle still was not as good as the same battle that we saw the same week, which was the battle for Winterfell. Okay? Small bag of popcorn. Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Avengers Endgame? You, you know that Falcon killed a guy? Like, he took both of his wings and he jabbed it and he stabbed a guy. <laughs> Falcon killed a guy. Falcon killed a guy. Like he did it probably he a few times, but he's really angry about it too. And it's like everyone else is just like punching people and she's like, holy fuck, like Falcon, like chill out, man. Like yeah. we're not actually killing people or fuck. No. Um I listen. I enjoyed this movie. I did, and I think it's only because I've totally accepted the fact many movies ago that these this this 
the story is completely on its own. They're taking little tidbits from shit that worked in, in other storylines, and they're just making it, and they're doing the thing. So I've completely just kind of set that off and just hung that in the closet and just, just going to stay there with everything else. Right there deep, deep, deep in the closet. Anyway, and you want more from a movie like that, but again, there's an expectation for it too. I enjoyed it. Large bag of popcorn. It's just because my expectation was not as – I expected there to be its own movie. That's exactly what it was. That's what I got. Um, All right. I thought it was it was fun for for what it's because you got to see these these new characters. I I like this Thor, this this new Thor, than the other Thor that we got to see. The first two movie Thors are serious Thor. He's long haired. He's by the book type of thing. He's re he's ready to go. Ragnarok Thor and this Thor are different. This is laid back Thor. He's 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 comedy. He's kind of playful now. He's charming, funny, and he's kind of like this this little, uh, um, I don't know, he's like a Chris Hemsworth type of character. I, I like this Thor. It, it's, it works a lot more. He's become a guardian now, an Asgardian of the galaxy. I like the Ant-Man. Uh, his, his humor ties in everything well with everything, too. I like this Hulk, this new uh, Banner Hulk thing that they have going on, this new Chillax Hulk. It provides a lot of um, more kind of tension-breaking comedy. It works. And this is kind of the, the direction that I'd like to see more from Marvel. Large bag. It was fun. The story was all fucked up. Didn't like a whole lot of it. But I'm not here for the story. I'm here for some backyard shenanigans. And that's what I got. So Ed gives uh, Endgame a, a small. And Ed and Eric gives Endgame a large. Okay. I am not a comic book fan. Uh, I don't know the stories of Infinity War in the comics, nor do I even care to look into it in the future. Maybe I'm a grumpy old bastard. I don't know. Um, I was excited to see what was going to happen, knowing that this was the end of the Infinity story. But just knowing that there is whole other ones, Phase 4, Phase 5, and Phase 6, I'm not heartbroken over what has happened. So with my feelings put aside, I'm going to talk about my actual opinions about the film. And it is absolutely a dreadful film. It, it, the story is every fucking which way. It introduces characters and bring us, it doesn't bring them back until the end of the movie. They have so many characters, and they feel like they have to stretch it for three hours. This movie did not need to be three hours. Uh, they introduced a very interesting scene in Infinity War where Thanos was heartbroken that he had to kill Gamora to get what he wanted the most. And I wanted to know more of Thanos, and I did not get that. And as a character of Thanos, that breaks my heart. So, $1.2 billion opening weekend. Eric gave it a large, and Ed gave it a small. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe I'm a bastard. Call me what you will. This movie is a no-bag popcorn. This movie is absolutely a bad movie. Forget about Avengers and all that shit. Just as a movie, this movie is Dog shit. 
and I'm here to review a movie, and this movie's terrible. The house that Jack built Get was him. more entertaining than this movie. Oh, all right. That's saying a lot. No, That's a no shot way. across the bow if I've ever heard one. And I'm being dead serious, too. It was just so disappointing. I mean, guys, I mean, I wasn't hyped. I just wanted to see what they would do with it. And it's like they didn't give me anything, guys. Yeah, I they, they just they just you, gave me scenes. Yeah, there was again, there was a lot of like playground moments, man. That's what I'm I'm attributing kind of not just to the uh, when when the all females are there, but like the part when Captain grabs that got the uh, the hammer and he's worthy yeah. and he grabbed that. Like that's a very playground fucking moment. Uh, um, or when each of the main heroes get a shot at Thanos and get a, you know, boom, boom, like that, that's a playground fucking moment. Or again, passing around the gauntlet, that's a fucking playground moment. And, but what I mean by that is basically what I would, you would fucking play in the backyard in first grade, man. That's, that's what it is. You know, everyone, it's a big imagination and everyone's kind of doing, oh, they, okay. And then this, and then this, and then, then this, and it's just. It's basically what it's drag down fight and everyone has a spotlight. So it's, it's again, but that's, I guess the, the, the playfulness of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's directed sure. towards that. And that's, that's kind of where I'm going in. That's what it is. Maybe it is. That's what it is. Boys, is that I've lowered the bar so much that I actually had a good time. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for this very long episode of movie guys podcast we discussed infinity war of this and we were excited to give it to you next week we will not be announcing like we usually do our next episode because we have a mystery episode what episode is coming your way you'll find out when it is released next week so much for listening to us make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com movieguyspodcast.podbean.com Find us on YouTube and on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. And also on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Just look for Movie Guys Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And also, later on this month in May, for our John Wick 3 review, we will be having a special guest joining us. So we'll be promoting that as the weeks go on. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. And we'll be back next week for a mystery episode. Have a good night.